Hello, it is Bill Batterman, and you're listening to a bonus episode of Burden of Rejoinder, the new 3NR podcast. Brian and I recorded this at the same time that we recorded the first episode. We had a little conversation about topicality and our early thoughts on topicality on the water resources protection topic. So um, this is a pretty short episode, but wanted to add it to the feed. Maybe people would find it interesting. This is definitely something we're going to revisit as the season develops. But uh, for now, this is a bonus episode, short little discussion of topicality on the water resources protection topic. Hope you enjoy. thought I had was this debate about that I've been trying to come up with and maybe you have some thoughts on it because you've been taught all summer but these questions about protection um I think like when we talked earlier about questions of like topicality it was like the idea of like what is protection so I've seen a lot so the two affirmatives that stick out the most to me are just sort of the give ag subsidies to increase water quality affirmative. That's sort of like a reverse auctioning system uh, of like tradable sort of tradable permits of some sort uh, where it's like, we'll just pay you a bunch of money to do a thing. Um, And then also this like water markets affirmative. That's just kind of like, we create these water markets and like, because now they become a commodity that's valuable, people will conserve them. Uh, And then now we've blurred the line between like, what does it mean to protect versus what does it mean to conserve? And I think, that's going to be, you know, if there's, doesn't end up being a line there. I feel like this is very much like surveillance topic style. Maybe it's more restrictive on the surveillance topic, but like when people made the decision, like you were definitely one of the people in the camp of like, has to be FISA 702. I was in the camp of like, no, it could be broader. I think, uh, I think people now are definitely going to be in the camp of like, must be sort of like something that ceases use uh, to be able to protect it versus the cons- conservation group. And I think if the line becomes blurred, I think the topic's enormous. Like it's just, I don't even know where to prepare if it becomes a conservation topic to be like conserve water, like basically like used to use to save. It's like kill to save. It's like, that's not uh, usable, but that, that my, that's my biggest, I guess, you know, prediction kind of like interest of what I've noticed is like, there's been very few tea debates and the ver- tea debates that I have seen kind of look like they've, you know, come about in the rounds, I've not gone in favor of the negatives. So I'm just, I'm wondering like what you all thought about, uh, what you've kind of discussed in the summer, maybe what ideas you have. But other than that, I don't really have anything yet early water stuff. Uh, that was my big thing was just the idea that we were not just just discussing states anymore, but this topicality thing is also something that's like of interest. Cause I've not seen any fantastic definitions that are like protection is only these things. Um, because I think now, like between effects T and extra T, but more so effects T, like everything becomes topical at some point. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the case list looks like after this upcoming weekend at Green Hill, because there are still a bunch of teams that haven't started yet. Um, and I think some of the teams that have started already, we're reading a camp F, but might be, might have an F that they've produced themselves that they haven't read yet. So uh, I think we can revisit it then. My early uh, reaction, I guess the the most limiting kind of most uh, promising definition from the negative perspective is the one that's from the Oregon uh, 
case about the LNG terminal. I wrote an article about that on the 3NR. And the uh, the question of whether the resolution mandates a particular policy, if, if increasing protection means an, an action, a particular action, or whether increasing protection is an outcome. So is protection something that is uh, that happens to water from any policy? Is it kind of a state or condition of a water resource? Will decide whether the topic is relatively narrow or enormously large. And the 1985-1986 the, uh, topic used the wording uh, to protect water. So the, the policy, a comprehensive national policy needed to be enacted to protect water. So its purpose had to be protect water. And that invited the full range of effects topical cases. You just had to have a water advantage to prove that your plan was for the purpose of protecting water. And the um, most of the other interpretations of protection that the affirmative might appeal to on this topic would functionally invite that same thing. As long as the affirmative had a water quality advantage or a, you know, an advantage that claimed that the water was in better shape after the enactment of the plan, then the plan would be topical. The, the two words surrounding protection, it's and of, also kind of create distinct opportunities for the negative to try to limit the topic. So in the example that you've provided, um, it's arguable that those policies, so subsidies to encourage agricultural changes in um, polluting behaviors or uh, the creation of a, a tradable market, whether that's for drinking water, whether that's for dams, uh, there's a dam uh, trading app that's similar. Uh, it, that might not be the United States federal government's protection. That might be a policy that is intended to protect water, but it's not a federal protection of water. The affirmative could argue that it is because uh, subsidies are one method by which the, the federal government could increase protection. Um, the other limiting factor is of water resources. So there are other policies that are kind of, they're probably protection policies in the abstract. They might be regulations on pollution, but they don't just or only protect water. They protect a wide range of environmental things. So an affirmative that just reduces climate change, you know, emissions restrictions, a carbon tax, a cap and trade system, whatever, a Green New Deal could arguably protect water resources, but it also protects atmosphere. It also protects soil resources. It also protects forests. It just protects the wide range of the environment. And so maybe protection of water resources is exclusively water resources, but that's difficult because even some of the affirmatives that seem clearly topical, like an affirmative that directly regulates agricultural pollution, isn't just protecting the water, it's also protecting the soil, and it's often also protecting the atmosphere, the air quality. And so both the question of its and the protection of of um, create different possible um, ways to limit the topic, but both kind of rely on and are built on an understanding of protection, whether that means a particular type of policy, uh, a negative would say a regulation to prohibit pollution, uh, or whether that is an outcome, a sort of desired end goal or end state uh, describing the water resource, in which case nearly any policy would be topical. And so far, I think just from um, anecdotal conversations and reactions from students that have attended different summer institutes, different institutes, different maybe even individual labs and lab leaders had very different opinions about um, which definition was going to prevail. And I don't yet have a sense about how that will scale. Um, I think we uh, went for and won that argument, the Oregon argument, once at least, and maybe twice, I think maybe once. And then I think we went for it and lost once. Um, we were reading an affirmative that's not topical under that interpretation. 
And I don't think that a negative went for topicality. I don't, I don't recall if they did. Uh, and so I think it's, I think a lot of people are kind of in wait and see mode. Uh, but this definitely, uh, it, the topic has the potential to just completely unravel because it will be meaninglessly unlimited. And um, if that happens, I don't know. I don't know what the countermeasure is. I don't know how we salvage the season. Uh, you mentioned surveillance. I think it could be even, it could be much broader because uh, basically any policy that reduces climate change, any environmental damage, stopping nuclear testing, stopping chemical industry stuff, banning a particular type of pharmaceutical industry policy, like there's basically anything um, that has any effect on the environment could be a topical affirmative um, because by effect, that policy might result in better water quality. And that would be a rough topic for the negative. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like I said, I think the reason that popped out to me is because my students and I had a conversation on Tuesday following the UKSO. And um, one of the things we kept revisiting was the question of like, you know, one debate we did go for protection. And, you know, I keep looking at the interpretations that exist and I keep asking for like an interpretation that's like sort of as limited as I want it to be. And I don't think any of them really reached that point. I think the interpretations that talk about conservation, are good at kind of blurring that distinction. So now it's like we start to slowly expand the topic and it's and it's hard for me to see. And then, like I said, it's it's one thing to say effects topical. And, you know, this is obviously like a whole another discussion that I don't want to get into. But the question I always thought as an affirmative was like affects topicality, a way to debate it is to kind of like if an affirmative is effectually topical, it, it might not necessarily mean you have like advantages that are effectually topical, but it's the flexibility in which the 2AC gets from that. So like, for example, the idea that like these AFs that don't really protect, but conserve go for like this, you know, use to save mentality allows them to like strategically link turn most of your best generic arguments that should be core to the topic. Like we should be able to read the business confidence DA in like a very big chunk of debates. The idea that like the AF can start with like the question of like, you would actually be better for business doesn't make sense to me when we're talking about protection because like to the layper, like if someone just picked up the resolution and the affirmative started talking about like this protection would be good for business. It doesn't really make sense. It's not intuitive because the way we talk about it, because it has a bunch of mechanical aspects to it that are based advantage of what had nothing to do with the protection. And you use that in a way that would help you uh, better impact turn, better link turn, get better arguments for like why certain lobbies and stuff would be against it. Cause like, you're not really a protection, but like your argument is that like some effect of the plan is a protection, but your advantages are very much centralized on like water. So you have the ruse that you are topical, but it's the really the, the most detrimental. Like when I was trying to coach kids on the neg, I go, I would much rather effectually topical advantages. Cause those things have advantage counterplans to them. What doesn't have really good answers to it is the 2AC who creatively uses the effects topicality of the affirmative to shred your disads and counterplans because you have not thought through the idea like what will the 2AC respond to this because you think that they've showed their hand to be like the advantages are effectually topical and you can kind of advantage counterplan on them. But if you read apps that have just water-based advantages uh, with the mechanism of the affirmative and you don't think the mechanism, then all of a sudden the two ACs link turns are significantly better than your link arguments to most of your DAs because 
you know, they're actually a market-based system that allows people to profit and gives water rights to people and they could do whatever they want with them. But, you know, you don't have a ton of EV on like they would use them poorly and they have great EV on conservation because it's financially profitable. It puts you in a bad position, a lot of these, because it's hard to win a business confidence argument when you're like giving it away for businesses to profit. And so, like I said, I, I guess I agree with you in regards to like, we have to see after this weekend because Greenhill does determine a lot of it when some of these teams break affirmatives that are not out of the camp. Uh, the camp bucket, but it gave me pause when I saw the evidence that did exist. And I asked my students to collect all the evidence from all the different files. And, you know, when we're trying to go through it and speak about and talk about every piece of evidence, I was kind of like underwhelmed by the the lack of evidence that makes a clear bright line between the two. And I fear that, like you said, it can actually be worse than surveillance where like anything that watches you could have been surveillance. This now ends up becoming anything that can be effectually based in protection of water in some regard ends up being topical. And that's probably, you know, 10 times the size of the huge surveillance topic. So it just gave me pause. It wasn't like anything that made me, I wasn't, you know, loving it. I wasn't hating it. I'm not always, I think like actually get to do a lot of what they should be able to do. I'm not like a huge fan of topicality, but when I was thinking about it through, about like, how do you prepare on the negative? I don't know what it would be negative. If once you start, once the negative starts winning the fracking debates, the ag debates, the WOTUS debates, and then all of a sudden the apps start going away from those, then it's going to be like super hard on the negative. And I just think like, what does debate look like? What does the topic look like? What do like the trends look like when we start moving that direction and we just kind of throw the topic out and let anything be in because we're afraid that the generics, the core is done. Uh, that gives me a little bit of pause and I worry a little bit about that. But yeah, that's all that all early season. That was it. I thought overall, I mean, the rest of the debates seem fine. Uh, a lot of my students they had like a good time. They're debating stuff. There's a lot of kids are getting the rust off them from taking off a month and joining school and stuff like that. But, you know, we will definitely see how it plays out now. I think between now the jump here into like new Trier season uh, in October, I think we'll see kind of like, do some of these stick? What are going to be the solid topics? Do we kind of, you know, is there going to be a lane where protection is going to mean something or is protection basically meaningless? Uh, I think those will all be interesting questions that we can address in later episodes. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Burden of Rejoinder, the new podcast from the 3NR. Episode 2, a regular full-size episode, will be in your feed shortly. Uh, you should now be able to subscribe to the podcast in Apple, Overcast, uh, Spotify, Google, uh, most of the major platforms. If we've missed one, or if there's a platform that you'd like to uh, get our podcast added to, send us an email, podcast at the3nr.com. You can also email us there to suggest an episode topic or to give us feedback about um, episodes that we've already released. So thanks again for listening. This has been a bonus episode of Burden of Rejoinder, a new podcast from the 3NR. Thank you.